and the whole event of itself where you could come in, I think, and see and see the exhibition. Um, when Ganabora, and I'm hoping I said it right, and if I said it wrong, Erica, I apologize, but again, all the information will be up there. That runs from April 17th to 19th. And you can come, you can see the stuff. If you want to, if you want to get a lantern, your donation would be $275, and it'll get shipped to you. Or if you come directly to, if you come directly to the to the gallery, you can pick it up for $250. And all the money raised goes to the Sustainable Development Foundation, and that's the foundation that Evans Wendango created called Sustainable Development for All Kenya. So it's a really cool, I mean, besides the fact that you have like a cool piece of functioning, you know, art in your house that you can use and that's like healthy for the environment, they're also donating some money to a really great cause and helping out a lot of people. So I wanted to thank her for giving me the information on that. And we will put up, if you want to donate and purchase the lamp, the address is villagevolunteers, all one word, dot org slash donate. But we'll put up all the info for you guys on there. And we're having like the craziest time right now trying to get I'm trying to get our whole show together because everything's breaking on Everything's us. Everything's broken. I know. I think Ustream is just officially down. All right. I think I can get this going. But thank you, Erica, for that. And, again, we'll put all the information on there. So we like to share stuff like that with you guys once in a while. Um, if you're in the New York area, because that's where Freeman Venda is, on the on Thursday, April 18th, from 6 to 8, it's at 515 West 26th Street. And that's the Freeman Venda Gallery. Um, so you can go there and be a part of that. If not, then you're able to go through the link and, pick, and um, purchase one or make a donation that way. So everyone can get involved, no matter where you are. And it's broken again. And it's broken. Ustream has become now. No, our, even Blog Talk's frozen. Oh no! So our mortal enemy <laughs> <laughs> is these two. And our if people are people listening on Blog Talk, if you're on the chat, that froze. We're not quite sure why, but um, the Urban Gent is working like a champ on my computer as I babble on diligently. You know. I know he doesn't have, like, you know, yeah, I don't know what the, there is some kind of, like, Mac reset, but yeah. hopefully I forget it, because I know I don't have the control alt delete. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the point right now or why it's going crazy. So we're trying to get that back online. Back in. And um, we're still coming in loud and clear, at least. Oh, good. So, good so there we go. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for holding on still. <laughs> All right, let's I think we got the, I think we got, line. yeah. And, and then. This will be the suckiest suck that ever suck this week, and pretty soon we'll go. Not yet, because we want to make sure we're all together before we go to, to Susan. But she is our guest this week. Um, she's a transformational beliefs coach, among many other things, which she'll, you know, tell everybody about. Um, She's got a show Tuesdays at 6 Eastern called Breakthrough. On Authentic You Media. She's part of our family that we're all, you know, getting to know better and kind of joining up to make this thing, as uh, Jeffrey said, have wings and fly. Crap, I don't even remember the We're excited about that. Ustream looks like it's being a big stinker. I know Bridget is is really good about she rewatches it and then, puts stills up and she gives us pictures, which we really appreciate, but we're, this might be one that okay. falls by the wayside. This is just going to go for the record books. Anyway. Yeah, I know. So let's go on with our first segment, yeah. shall we? Do we want to say that the suckiest suck that ever sucked is what happened right now? Yes. <laughs> My hair was really good, and we I was we were wearing vibrant colors because everyone says they can't see us because we dress too dark. <laughs> also, the room doesn't have the best lighting, but we're working uh, on it. We're working on that. Uh. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, do you want to start with yours since I talked a whole bunch? Uh, I can't. Uh, my thing is always, and it's good we have Susan on because she knows my, my relationship and uh, dating woes. But I don't think it's necessarily a dating woe. But it's just continued, continued just what the frack stuff yeah. with uh, guys. With um, crush or yeah. in general and yeah, just in general, from. but uh 
you know, I'll cite yesterday as a thing where I was warming up for volleyball and my crush was giving you like a cute little shoulder massage. Right, which is like a flirty good time. Yeah, and I looked up Adam. I looked up Adam and I'm like, this would so work. We were like looking at each other. Very a moment. Yes, but mm-hmm. then then one of my friends, quote unquote, sort of, you know, intercepted that moment for attention to get mm-hmm. attention from that from the guy. I question that word, the, the definition of friend. Yeah, yeah. So I posted cool. something on our Facebook page and on my Facebook page mm-hmm. about uh, what gay men could learn from the OWN network, and it's all about how uh, we turn into mean girls once we yeah. come out because we're so we're so trying to prove to straight people that we can't be broken, so we're not vulnerable. So you're like even more like yeah. extra tough, like the shell's so yeah. hard. That so it's extra, like, you can't get me, mm-hmm. you're, like, hard, like, to each other, you're just, like... Yeah, and we're trying to cut each other down and all that stuff. Counterproductive. So, yeah. the truth. So there's no no community. It's actually just a nest of vipers, which it is. It can be. <laughs> and it's, like, if the more people really realize that, it's, like, time to kind of turn it around. Mm-hmm. You know, or take your steps to not be as vipery as maybe you once yeah, were. I always, you are. Yeah, I would say... I would say that... uh I would say that uh, uh, sound issue. Sorry, I, I would say that uh, we the whole marriage equality fight and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, first of all, if straight people can't make it work. What makes us think we can make it work? <laughs> that's first your, of all, that's yeah. Your, uh... And secondly, <laughs> and secondly, we don't even treat each other kindly in the community. Mm-hmm. So we don't even treat each other as equals. Why did they, we expect the rest of society? to treat us as equals. There we go. There's a point in the That's just some of the thoughts that run through my head when I think about all that stuff. Of course, I mean, we love the marriage equality idea, but then, yeah, that's the bigger issue Mm. is, you know. The microcosm. Yeah, exactly. As I say, the microcosm always affects the macrocosm. Yeah, because it's in there. Yeah. Spin it around. All right, and, and you? Okay, well, besides right now. Besides right now. Besides right now, and I'm super can. cranky because I have good hair. So that means I'll just wear <laughs> this. Too. I'll just wear this outfit again because no one's seen yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So I can get double time out of it. Um, my suckiest suck that ever sucked this week was Monday night. I everyone knows I'm a baker, or most of you do, and I'm. I pride myself on being pretty skilled, and I've got some talent, and I know what I'm doing. And I was trying out a new recipe, and I've done this before. I've done new recipes straight out the box. No, not the box, actually, you know, because there's no box cooking with me. It's from mm-hmm. scratch. Out of but the box. Out of, my, out of my brain. Out of your mind. And they've worked, and they've gone to people who weren't me. So everyone says don't do that because it could result in catastrophe. But on, in my busy schedule, I don't have time yeah, to no, do no, the no. test bake. I just trust my luck. Well, I didn't. This isn't cupcake wars. No, so I do my new, I knew a recipe I'd never done before because I'm trying to figure out a way to get this all to work. I'm making up the my my from scratch version of the Funfetti because mm, because mm-hmm. you know we need Monsanto cakes. I know. And we can do it ourselves, farm to table. I mean the sprinkles aren't from a tree, but look, what are you going to do? I can't make my own sprinkles. are from some temp lab. I know. In, in, in raw way. You can't find City Hall. <laughs> the sprinkles, unfortunately, are from, you know, rainbow sprinkles don't grow in a bush. Yeah. But anyway, so she wanted, she likes one study, and I said, I'll make it from scratch because I never did. And I used the recipe I never did before, and it was disastrous. Mm. The cupcakes didn't rise and were puffy. They just came out of their tins and spread and burnt. And it was unsalvageable. And I got really upset, and I cried, and I beat myself up. And my boyfriend had to toss me off the ledge and calm me down. And I was like, I know what I'm doing. Why didn't this work? Why am I a failure? So I went right to, like, zero to Uh. a million. And I was frustrated because I hate the feeling of when I'm good at something, not being good at it because I take pride in it. And I I texted her and bought, you know, I bought a little cake from a store because I was like, that's all mm-hmm. 10 at night, can't do it again. Mm-hmm. Had to dump everything in the trash. Everyone, of course, was understandable, which is kind of them. I would hope they would be. I'm taking my time and money to make them mm-hmm. something. Um but I guess the bigger, the final issue is, like, sometimes stuff just gets screwed up. Yeah. 
and you know, I'll eventually look for another recipe because I will make these from you scratch. You will again. again. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because that's what I thought. But it really upset me. It did. Yeah. I hate that feeling. So I was like, I'm good at this. Why didn't it work? Yeah, we spoke about a little bit yeah. about that last week about when you put your intention out there with anything mm-hmm. and it doesn't work. Yeah. Dealing with that feeling yeah. inside, and that's the worst feeling it inside because you put out your best intention and exactly. you put out your best. You put your best forward, mm-hmm. and you didn't get the best back, so you kind of go to the universe. What the frack? I know, seriously. So what the frack? So hopefully, in the foreseeable future, there'll be some pictures of my redone fun fences <laughs> up there. But right now, the kitchen's closed as I regroup. <laughs> but not closed forever because baking makes me happy, and gosh darn it, I'm good at it. Yes. But anyway, let's get to our very special yeah, guest. Yeah, so Susan, did you have anything that is yeah. stuck in your craw this week? We'd love you to join in, Susan. <laughs> event. Did you have a bad cupcake experience? <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh out loud listening to that. that Seriously, cool. Monsanto sprinkles. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to call everything now. I know. That'd be a good band Hi. Oh, uh, <laughs> You know, all, all I can say about that is, Allison, that, you know, I've, I've come to learn that every single time something like that occurs, mm-hmm. it's, believe it or not, and it's something as simple as a cupcake, Cupcake, it's there. there's a reason for it. I yeah. think the best is yet to come, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have happened any other way without the disaster. And, you know, we're not always supposed to know why. Yeah. Other yeah. than just, you know, breathe it in and love yourself and keep on going. That's the truth. And I think, and that's a great point. You said we're not only supposed to know why, because I am of the point of view where I'm like, I always want to know why. And then I, that's where I get frustrated. So that's Well, you and I are the same. You and I are the same. I'm the exact same way. I mean, mm-hmm. I really have to work hard at not beating myself up. Um, over lots of little perfectionistic things, but um, it does get better with time. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good to remind yourself of such things. And and, uh, like yesterday with me, I I made a valid decision to not let let, uh, Mm -hmm. the two two dueling mean girls uh, get to me. And uh, I I was in the moment again, and we won. That seems to be the trick when I'm just only there, when I'm only there to be there, and I don't think about anything else. I just want to play, uh, mm-hmm. and the result I, is we win. <laughs> Alex, Alex, I don't know if you saw my, my post under a comment that you made on Facebook. To, was it today, I think? Ooh, you me. are evolving, young man. I Ever since we yeah. had our sessions, yes. you are evolving, and that's why this is all coming up for you. Is because mm-hmm. you are, yeah. I said my my young man is evolving. Yeah. <laughs> Which one was that? The Oprah one? Was that the Oprah article I put up? Or I, it, I think it was. Um, no, it was the ten. Was it the ten things you were asked to do? Oh, something. the ten. Yeah, the ten. The ten acts of self love. Oh the yeah. Ten rules yes. of self love. I and I up. opened that up, and I just get the comment. I said, "Oh, my young man is evolving." Yeah, it's funny Seriously. because yeah, because that was the thing I was listening to Doreen Virtue. Yeah, yes. I remember, and she she announced that. Go on your Facebook now and announce. Come out of the closet, mm-hmm. basically, and say that what you believe in, or there's if there's an issue or something. And I was like, I could put oh. something up about like chemtrails and Monsanto, but I do that all day anyway. Yeah, something deeper within you. Yeah. Uh, so that really? came that actually came up. I was like scrolling through my Facebook newsfeed, and that came up, and I was like, this is perfect. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to yeah, put up. This awesome. is what I'm going to declare. So, <laughs> so well, thank you. you. And- yeah, I, I don't know if you saw the comment, but I went, oh, my young man is evolving. <laughs> I will go back and see it now. <laughs> and you like it? I know. And, and you so can many put a smiley face? Okay. Or an emotion. <laughs> I just have to say that Facebook's little cheese ball emoticons are totally, like, made me laugh. Yeah, when I it's totally my face. I know. <laughs> So, Susan, yes. tell us more about yourself. I know we did a, like, a mini intro, but I'd love, love for you to explain it to everyone about human design, and we're going to get into what Alex did with you, mm-hmm. which is really cool. 
but the floor is yours to let everyone know. Um, thank you, and thank you for having me on the show tonight. Um, you know, human design system is only one aspect of, of some of the work that I do, and there have been very few things in my life that when they came into my awareness, there was just a knowingness that this was the next step for me. This I had to know this. I had to learn this. And um, I have not been disappointed as I got into learning the human design system. And I want to say here, there's a lot more for me to learn. Um, mm-hmm. what, I have, what I have been doing is working with the basic premise of what's called a, a type and strategy. And, and, and let me back up even more on this. The human design system goes on the premise, it, it, it's actually a synthesis of the Eastern and Western astrology, the Hindu chakra system, the Judaic Kabbalah, the Chinese I Ching, and quantum physics. Basically, oh. it's it's the cool. it's the blueprint, the blueprint of your waking personality the moment you were born. Mm. And if you were to take all seven billion people on the planet. And just kind of, and this is an analogy that my instructor uses over and over again, but it's a very easy one to understand. If you take all 7 billion people and imagine each one of us as a little jigsaw piece, we all intricately fit together as, as human beings evolving on this planet. And there are no two charts alike. Um... They're, every single person is, a, a, and their body graph is as individual as as a snowflake would be. And all seven billion people comprise five different uh, human design types, what we call types. And there is the manifester, which comprises about eight or nine percent of the world's population. Mm-hmm. There is the mani- manifesting generator, which is about 33%. There is the generator, which is 37%. There is the projector, which is about 18 or 19%. And then the reflector, which is less than 1% of the world's population. Now, how this fits into play is that we grow up in society, especially here in the U.S., Canada, lots of different places in Europe, um, Scandinavian countries, and there's this cookie-cutter approach to living. And mm-hmm. we're taught to grow up and, we're, and be responsible, and we go to school, and I'm not knocking education. Please hear me clearly on this. But you, right. go to school, you go to school, you graduate, you go to college, you choose a profession, and you become successful. Well... Yeah, <laughs> quote unquote yeah. successful. Well, many of us, many of us start, you know, getting into as we grow older, and then we get in, you know, we've got our mid twenties, and I think we're still trying to figure out what the heck is going on here. I found college to be, um, honestly, nothing more than uh, an exercise in, in futility. We're going to laugh and agree because he and I, who met in college again 17, 17 years, years ago. ago, kind of ju- kind of go back and forth that, about that now. And that's actually something my boyfriend mentioned. We were talking, and he said if he had ever had kids, he's like, I would tell my my pers- my kid to like, here's money or invest in something. And yeah. College is almost like right. kind of like. Yeah, I mean, my, and, and my, two, my mother was a master degree educator. I mean, she went back to school. She graduated summa cum laude at Arizona State University. So I grew up in a home where that was revered. Right. And, yeah. and, and my daughters have all gone back to college um, Nicole, my youngest, just got her nursing degree, and my oldest daughter, the tough way, single mom with kids, but she did it and got a degree in business administration. So um, I, I'm not, 
I'm not devaluing education, but there are many types of education. So society gives us this snapshot of who we are supposed to be to be successful. When you start looking at the human design system, and this is an example, my my instructor gave this example. It's an extremely good example of why it's important to understand who you really are, the authentic you of who you really are. And uh, she had a client that was a project manager, and he was failing, failing miserably, could not get things completed, failing miserably. He had some sessions. Karen did his chart, and and my instructor has done over 10,000 readings in human design. I mean, it's a very complex um, system, but um, this this particular client was failing mis- miserably as a project manager. Well, come to find out, he is a manifester. Manifestors are by design that eight or nine percent of the population. And I too have a client out of New York who is also a manifester who kept getting beat up because people said, why can't you finish anything you start? Mm -hmm. Here he was being paid a lot of money to finish projects. Well, it turns out he's a manifester. As a manifester, his job as a manifester is to initiate. That's it, just to initiate. So based on that, he made a request to move in the company into research and development and mm-hmm. began to thrive because that's who he is. Um, so manifestors initiate. Okay. Manifesting generators are kind of a combination of manifestors and generators. I am what's called a pure generator. I'm part of the worker bee. I'm the worker bee force. Manifesting generators and generators have a part of us in our energy system that um, it, it, we call ourselves the energizer bunnies. <laughs> and it, it is our job. We're the worker bees. We are the ones that get things. We get things done. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, it's initiated outside of us. Uh, we take it and we get things done. Now, as a generator and I know that I'm throwing a lot of stuff at you very quickly. As a generator, it is my job from the moment I was born until I take my last breath to master who I came in this life to be. Okay. And so as I go back, and I'm at a place in my life where I can now go back and look at my evolution, how I was in... um, sales and then was a sales trainer that evolved into coaching that evolved into going to get my certification in biokinesiology that evolved into studying for the last 20 years um, energy psychology and energy medicine my forte is looking at um, emotional energy and the correlation between um, how our, our emotions are vibratory in nature and how we create our experiences through those emotions, but also through our hidden beliefs. And mm-hmm. Alex has gone through a beliefs assessment. <laughs> I, yes, I, I, cre- I, I created an assessment about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. and I keep looking and looking and looking, and to date I still can't find anything as extensive as this beliefs assessment because when your life isn't working, it it's it's beliefs that are hidden. Ninety five percent of who you are is hidden in the subconscious mind, but it's on mm-hmm. autopilot creating your your day to day life. You've only got access of about five percent in your waking conscious mind. And so many of my clients, uh, I, I hear often, why is this always happening to me? And and the first part of that is learning to take responsibility for what you are creating. But um, so it's my I, – I now know why I'm here. I, I've, I mm-hmm. have looked at the evolution of my life. The human design system came into my life about a year and a half ago, and it was one of these things that would not go away. And I saw this, 
as a complement to my beliefs assessments. For instance, after Alex did his beliefs assessments and then I went and did his chart, it allows me to understand how much are truly beliefs of lack and limitation that we need to work through or how much is who Alex really is through his human design chart. Yeah. And and understanding oh, oh. this is who he is. And and very quickly and then we'll get into get into Alex stuff. The other two types are projector and reflector. Alex is a projector. He mm-hmm. is about 18% of the world's population and projectors mm-hmm. have come into this life to um direct and manage. It is it is not his job to be the worker bee. The manifester manifest initiates. The the uh the projectors are the directors and the managers. The generators and manifesting generators get it and see it through. And then the reflectors are people who came into this life to do nothing more and I don't mean to trivialize it. Right. But to to reflect their community around them. And I, so I can't I can't imagine what that must feel like, but yeah. No, I can't either. Unless you that's what you know what you're doing and it's just like your life and you're cool with it. But right. um we actually had a um a question in the queue, just Bridget who's one of our friends and listeners asked, How do you find out what you are? But that would be to contact you and have um have a like a human design Right. Kind of a human design reading. Yes. Okay. And and, and I'll, I'll say this now. Yeah, I'll say this now. We'll say it throughout the show. All you have to do is go at, at, type in AskSusan at Yahoo.com. Very simple. Okay. AskSusan at Yahoo.com. Cool. And I'm putting that up there. And that's how to get in touch with you right away. And then that's how to get Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Cool. Ooh. So, Alex. So, let me let me let me deflect for a second. Let me deflect for a second. How did you? So you said uh, you came into this uh, type of system about a year and a half ago. Yes. Yeah. What attracted you to it to make it part of your coaching? Um. Oh, that's I, I, almost kind of hard to explain because mm-hmm. I've I've come to embrace a part of me that understands and and there I know what I know what I know and actually I found out it shows up in my human design chart. Mm-hmm. I can't oh. always explain it, but one of the things about my evolution in terms of who I am and and what types of training that I've taken to be who I am um it's just something that resonates in my body and it won't go away. So, I came across a workshop and I think it had to do with abundance, and it was, I, I think it, Karen did a workshop on abundance and the human design system. And mm-hmm. I took it, and that was my first introduction as to what human design was all about. Mm-hmm. But, like, every cell in my body was ringing. It was just going off like like a, like a uh, what do you call them in Las Vegas, the... Slot machine. Slot machine. Yeah. You know, when when I'm supposed to pay attention to something, I get that slot machine, bells ringing and chills and all that stuff. I've learned for me that that's my way of saying I need to pay attention. But, see, I didn't right then. I didn't jump on board and say I have to know this. It kept coming back around about the third or fourth time, about six months later, she offered the – it was going to be the last human design training that she was going to actually do live okay. uh, because she's kind of packaged it up into a home study course. And I wanted her expertise. I wanted to come on every week and be there to ask her questions. But for a solid year and a half, um, there's four levels to this, and I'm like halfway through the third level. It's that intricate. I, I got into this and my daughter who was in nursing school and I know every nurse and every medical person that has to take anatomy and physiology just sweat bullets. And I told my daughter, when I got into this human design system, I says, Honey, anatomy and physiology has nothing on human design. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's that intricate. And I haven't 
gone all the way into the very, very intense part of it, but I have discovered by teaching my clients how to work with their type and their strategy, and Alex and I are still working on those mm-hmm. aspects within his chart, but um and and I won't I won't give away the big giveaway right now Alex as to what my aha was on our right. last session yet. Yeah. Um actually it's funny I didn't know um Alex was doing this and then when he was setting up, you know, we were talking about who to have on and he was like setting up some interviews with you guys. And so like a lot of this I was going to learn as during the show right now because you really didn't share any of it with me. So I'm just as curious as the as the um the of the people listening. Well on this show we're always brutally honest. Yeah. Like Susan even said that too. Well, and and Alex, you and I talked about that. And I told you the other night when we talked briefly about me and what we needed to do and the flow of the show and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have to say to you I there are no words to describe how uh, how much I commend you coming on every week and being as vulnerable and and the things that kind of, a few things that we will be talking about tonight are extremely vulnerable and I would like to share with your listening audience yes. I don't share personal stuff I'm being invited to do this yeah I, yeah. I did want I didn't want people freaking out. I'm not telling her one thing. I'm not going to have my personal like, stuff out like there. Like you're going to the call up other shows and be like, guess what Sally Jones is like. <laughs> um, no, there's no rider yeah. against what you can talk about. I mean, look, this, in this, this season, yeah. I've cried more than I ever thought I would because <laughs> I've just gotten into things where I was like, and that's touching a nerve and I'm talking about it. Mm-hmm. But that's what and I, and I wanted I really to do when we did this. Absolutely. Yeah, that's revealed by because people out there need need that they need yeah. to see and feel the vulnerability. My show mm-hmm. last week was all about well, for the last two weeks have been what the uh, what kinds of problems arise when we stuff this Our these emotions. emotions. So many, not healthy. Yeah. Knew that, no. yeah. I, and I and I used to tell people who weren't maybe as emotional as me, or they weren't used to it, and I'd be like, I was like, it's better than keeping it in. <laughs> I was like, I'm, you guys, you're gonna have to deal with this. This is good for me. I'm like, too bad if you can't handle the fact that I'm a mess right now because it's actually healthy. <laughs> and I would kind of tell well, them that, you know. <laughs> and I and I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. Mm-hmm. I kept reading little Facebook blurbs and listening to a couple of shows. And correct me if I'm wrong, I reached out to you on private message because I was picking up your relationship pain. Is that correct? Yeah, yes, 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 yes. You and uh, when we did our relationship episode, you and Ellen both commented on it. About about uh, it was the you're in love or the Valentine's Day. And I I reached out through private message, and all I said was. This is who I am. This is what I do because I was very new with Authentic You. And mm-hmm. if you would like to do this, Alex, I think maybe it would be very enlightening for you so that, that you could understand that the things that you're depressed about are actually a part of who you are and they're really you are evolving. There is no reason to be depressed, but yeah. unless you have someone point some of these things out, you think there's something wrong with you. Yes, right. exactly. Because that's where the pain is. Yeah. We've got a caller, actually. We before, caller, we, yeah. before we get to Alex, because <laughs> we are going to, um, we've got a We're caller. We're going to leave it like a cliffhanger. A cliffhanger to the very end. Um, <laughs> we've got a caller. Uh, Hugh was on the line. Hugh, are you there? Yes. Uh, good evening. Very interesting. Oh, good evening. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Very interesting. Shoy was listening to you. Um, describe the uh, things. Uh, I, I was wondering how you might categorize a way shower and a connector. A way shower and a connector. Okay, in, in terms, of, could you elaborate a little bit on that? Well, I'm actually a global visionary, and I'm bringing in a whole new paradigm that Bless mankind, bringing spirituality into global economics and combining it with 
unconditional love, making everything transparent, ethical, legal, moral, and forcing companies to be more responsible for their employees, uh-huh. their customers, the environment, and the community. I have documentation that shows how I've evolved to this state and empowered myself through what I term creative utilization of information. I'm looking to help people as they awaken to show that we all do have unlimited creativity and we're uh-huh. living else's world if we stay in the matrix but if we get out of our heads and into our hearts align it with the creator whoever you feel that may be ask for divine guidance on a daily basis the other big keys that people miss are to always be in gratitude no matter what your circumstances they may be difficult at times but they may have to learn some lessons and then to take action just don't talk about things because it's from taking the actions that you truly progress if you make a mistake, you don't repeat the same mistake. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big nutshell. Okay, Hugh. Here's here's what came to me as I was listening to you speak. Um, you, you, as the other 7 billion people on the planet, still fit into one of those five types without... The, the necessary information to plug into the software program, I'm not sure. What it is, though, is that you are delivering who you came to be. You are performing um, and teaching and guiding and opening up information, but as to as to how you're doing that, are you a manifester? I don't know. Are you doing this as a generator? I don't know. Are you doing this as a reflector? I don't know. Now, part of me kind of feels you might be a generator in that part of uh, the process of a generator, like I am, is that from the time we're born, we start evolving into who we come to be. And we, 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 one of the things that my instructor helped me figure out was, as a generator, we learn, we learn, we take in this information, we learn who we are. And, and, and I, I know I'm minimizing this because there's so many other facets to who you are in your blueprint. Without pulling it, I don't know. But a generator will move, go, 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 and assimilate information, and then you're going to hit a plateau. And I've hit many plateaus in my life where I feel stuck, I feel frustrated, don't know where I'm going to take the next move, but I'm actually integrating I'm integrating everything that I've learned. And then all of a sudden, I I get pushed off that plateau, and I learn more, and I learn more, and I learn more, and I do more. And ultimately, what a generator is here to do from the moment they are born until they take their last breath is to become and master who they came here to be. You are to become wise about everything that you've integrated along the way. Now, how that shows up in terms of what type you are without the, the necessary information to go in there, um, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. But it does sound like um, you are an extremely highly evolved master. I just don't know which energy um, type that that might fit into for you. It sounds like Hugh should just should definitely send you an email, too, and you guys could get into that more and be excellent. Yes. That's yeah, I'll, I'll, leave a voice, I'll leave a voicemail message, uh, and uh, if I can share my name, I've done it on other shows. Uh, there's an interview I did last month, and my business partner, who was Mensa and an expert in the law of attraction, uh, explains some of the things that we're doing. And you, that's very accurate in what you were saying, though, because... Uh, I will assimilate a lot of information. I mean, people have information overload. There's not enough information for me. I'll take segments and then I'll weave it into something. And I'm I'm like a, a sponge. That's I don't use the internet except for web browsing. I have everything blocked to keep in the creative mode. And if I start doing emails and stuff, it takes away from my creativity. So if I know your interests, I keep them in mind, and then in my environment, as I see something that I know may match up, I can create an opportunity or bring an opportunity to you on a pre-qualified basis. Well, Hugh, please feel free to go to Ask Susan at Yahoo and and leave me your information, and and uh, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, I'd right. be very very, very happy to share. Thank you so Thank much, you. Hugh. 
Because now we've got. Now we got. Now we got the urban gem. <laughs> we put it off for 45 Here minutes. Here it comes. So let's closer. Like the end. Like at the end of like The Walking Dead when the stuff goes down. Okay. And, and you know, I'm yes. really going to encapsulate this because there's another whole part of the human design system. And I really don't have time to go into all the different energy centers and what they do. And, and maybe we can do this at, at, at later on down the, the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But but there were two things that struck me about Alex's um, human design chart. Every single one of us, and let's take the type and strategy for living our type and put it on, put it over to the side. When I pull a chart, there's a body graph, and mm-hmm. it's just like, okay. And, and within this body graph are nine energy centers. We have the head center, we have the ajna, we have the throat center, we have the chi center, the heart center, the sacral. We have the, um, we have the emotional solar plexus to the right as you're looking head on, and we have the splenic center to the left. Each one of these centers holds a specific energy. And when I look at a body graph, if the body graph is colored in, that's a defined energy center. So mm-hmm. you were born, you were born with energy that emanates from you out into the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you have a white geometric sign, if there's a white head, a center, white this, white that, those are energy centers that, as you are out into the world you take other people's energy in. Now, what what fascinated me about Alex was yeah. the nine energy centers, this poor boy has seven of them open, undefined. <laughs> this poor boy is walking through life as a sponge, taking yeah. in everybody's stuff. Everybody's yeah. stuff, and 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 thinking it's his. See, when we don't know and understand this, we do take in other people's stuff mm-hmm. that were never. It was never ours to begin with. But yeah. here's here's the purpose of this. And Alex, do you want me to share what my aha was? At Go the ahead. Very end? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go for it, Susan. Have you have you ever shared on the show what your passion is, what you would love to do one day? Oh yes, yes. Be a writer. Write okay, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not again outing you on something. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay. So Alex's Alex's deep desire. He's really into writing TV shows. Mm-hmm. And and writing scripts and coming up with ideas and maybe one day doing that permanently, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, the aha that I got after looking at this chart, and it was one of those, oh, my goodness, look at this. Mm-hmm. Alex was designed to come in with seven of these open energy centers so he could take in everybody's stuff everybody's stuff. What better way to get into a character? What better way to get into who he is creating for these television shows? What better way to get into and identify with than to be this one big walking sponge? (laughs) That was my takeaway. That was my takeaway. Now, ultimately, he does need to learn to work with these energies because he needs to learn to identify what truly belongs to him Mm-hmm. And what does not belong to him. And and with so many open energy centers, and like I said, maybe later on down the line, you know, we can go into a little bit more what the energy centers are, how they affect us. Um, for instance, I'm just going to throw this out here, an emotional solar plexus, a little, little energy center to the right. 50% of the world has a defined emotional solar plexus. 50% of the world's population has an undefined. How is that important to me? Mine is defined. What it means is if I get an opportunity to do something, I have to wait a minimum of 24 hours before making my decision. Mm -hmm. 
whereas somebody else who has an open emotional energy center needs to make a decision right there on the spot. Or oh, man, yeah. I mean, those are just little little side notes there. Somebody with an open emotional solar plexus is what we call a true empath. Mm-hmm. And they might not even what they're walking around feeling all of these feelings. Maybe they're happy when they wake up, go to the grocery store, come out, and they're going, I just feel like crap. I'm mm-hmm. so depressed. And they had no idea they walked into somebody's energy field who just had a fight with their husband. Yeah. Yeah. And I am undefined, so I am a true empath. Everything is undefined. What about you, Alex? Everything is undefined. (laughs) You've got you've got got two energy centers that are defined. And and all I what I found remarkable about this for Alex is that well, that plus and we have no time to go into the profiles, but Alex was the first person that I pulled had the same profile as me. Um, that profile is 3-5. And when I was talking to my instructor about my profile, I said, I'm a 3-5. She says, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. And <laughs> that's, that's again my, yeah. And so I told Alex, honey, I'm so sorry. All uh-huh. that means is if we were meant, we, meaning me too, were right. meant to come into, we were meant to come into this life experimenting with relationships with what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Can I and many frogs. Yeah. Ultimately become wise. Ultimately become wise about what we truly want out of a relationship. But if you don't know that, it's heartbreak city. And when you see a 3-5 profile, you're looking at someone who has either had a lot of divorces or a lot of broken relationships. <laughs> and as, I, I'm one. Well, I'm I'm one too. Until I finally just said 20 years ago, I'm going to go back to where I started and see if I could do it right this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kissed a lot of so, frogs, but, a lot of jobs. Right. I am ultimately, 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 you were you were here to be wise about relationships. You are the experimenter. Also, and I've talked to Alex about this, part of his profile is Alex is out there and lives in what's called a pure projection field, meaning unbeknownst to him and unbeknownst to the people around him, they project their crap all over him. (laughs) And and that's not fun or funny. It is not. You you get beat up like there's no tomorrow. You get beat up like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. It, it, it's, it, is not, it is not fun because other people are projecting their stuff onto us. But, again, mm-hmm. it's about becoming wise with what works, what doesn't work, and who we are, what's our place in the world. So that's just kind of a generic, big umbrella-type, you know, aspect of of, um, of uh, the human design system in terms yeah. of how it – and, Alex, maybe you can just share maybe how it might have helped you. A little bit? Uh, knowing knowing that sometimes my emotions aren't mine and knowing the the that I'm actually being a true empath is mm. part of who I am has really helped me sort out. I still don't know how to necessarily filter or protect myself from it mm. all the time. But it right. does explain that it does explain, especially in the past, my deep mood swing. <laughs> Well, and guess what? This one other thing, and you keep forgetting this, and maybe you haven't. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Right. Because that's what I was picking up after that Valentine's show. It's like this poor guy thinks there's something wrong with him. There's yep. nothing wrong with you. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. Yes. And now, now reveal. Oh my God. <laughs> now reveal how I'm supposed to handle guys. What are we getting? Okay, I'm listening. Leave close. this as a cliffhanger. We'll 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 leave this. Are, as a are cliffhanger. you talking? Alex, are you talking about the 59.6? Yes, the 59.6. They are not going to get this because, okay, the the human design chart. I have to invite them in. I have to be invited. And also, that's okay. Okay, all right. You're a projector. The strategy for projectors is waiting for the invitation. Yeah. Oh, and it is, 
waiting for the invitation, and I, I mean that literally and figuratively, but they don't have to do it on little, tiny, small, every, you don't have to wait to be invited to go to the grocery store or pay a bill. It's the big, big things in life, your career, your mate, your, um, you know, all those things, all those things that are big to all of us, projectors have to wait to be invited, and once they are, you don't have to go through that again. But yeah. but part yeah. of Alex's chart was also, you know, Mr. Social Butterfly Very and much, not yeah. feeling not feeling heard. Well, what showed up in this body graph is he will be heard if he will walk in and wait to be spoken to. Mm-hmm. Just like I was taught as a Catholic school. No, is that what <laughs> from? Yeah. <laughs> Once he is spoken to, everyone around him will hear him. That's the open throat center. It's okay. open, and people with open throat centers sometimes get pretty obnoxious. They're screaming, trying to get attention, screaming, <laughs> screaming, screaming, listen to me, listen to me, and the energy is such that no one will, but it, it's counterintuitive. Somebody mm-hmm. with an open throat center will just walk into a room and wait to be to speak. In other words, someone invites you to speak on a topic or hello or how was your day, at that moment in time, everything that comes out of Alex's mouth will be heard. Okay. And then the one more thing, remember after we did our, what was it, our first session, and I walked into the bar and said, why would I say, I said, everyone in this bar wants me. Why would I say that, Susan? (laughs) I you know, I had to laugh on that because um, a big part of Alex's makeup um, in his chart where, remember, he has people projecting stuff onto him, but he's got some channels in his body graph that he emanates this sexual energy out there. It's, just, it's, it's actually called the, the, mating, the mating channel. It's the, yeah, the mating channel. It's, it's you know, and, and it emanates. He emanates this. They pick it up, and then they start projecting all their sexual innuendos all over it. And and he walked in one night. He said, "He said I walked into a bar after our session. Walked into a bar, and he said, everybody here wants me.' (laughs) Nice. (laughs) But that's you know, and and we're having a good time with this. But knowing Mm -hmm. your human sign, knowing your strategy, and knowing your type will definitely ease things up in terms of not feeling like you're banging your head against the wall." Yeah. You know, it's like you, you won't feel like you're throwing spaghetti noodles up against the cupboard and yeah. it. it is a strategy for living. It's a strategy for your life. It's a strategy for decision making and making choices yeah. for your mm-hmm. life. You know, you you can't make mistakes once you get and understand what your type and what your strategy is. Yeah. Oh so my Susan gosh! Yeah. <laughs> no, this is so cool, and I definitely, you know, I feel like I'm, it's interesting to me, and I feel like I know a lot of people would be interested as well. It's AskSusan at Yahoo.com. The yeah. best way to get in touch with her, I think everyone should. It's really cool. And her show's on uh, Authentic You Radio. It's called Breakthrough. You can hear it on the archives, but it uh, airs live at six Eastern every Tuesday. Yes, yes every Tuesday at six Eastern. Oh wow! Thank you, and I know Alex thanks you tons. Yes, and I can't wait to hear more. That's great, though. We've got some more work to do. Yeah. Um, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about what we discover down the road in terms of mm-hmm. what more is revealed, and also how you start utilizing this information, Alex. Yes. And what I'm already—I don't know if you see it, but I'm already seeing changes within you. Maybe minor and some a little bit more major that you're not giving yourself credit for, but you are evolving. Right on. That's what this show is all about. (laughs) Thank you so much, Susan. We appreciate it. Great show. You give good talk. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Um, And we'll have you on again. Look out for Mm -hmm. our Authentic You Radio. And she'll be back on our show, I'm sure, soon. Yeah. And that's our show, oh, really. Sorry, you cranky, but at least, the, uh, at least the radio worked, old-timey radio style. <laughs> and uh, thank you, guys. We're back next week. With Janet Hickok, yes. our Authentic Use Australia.
uh, resident astrologer. Oh yeah, we're gonna so. we're gonna get some uh, get some charts read. It's yeah. gonna be very cool. Thank you guys for listening, and right. hopefully Jeffrey, you can, the music. Hopefully you can watch next week. Have a great night. <laughs> <sighs>